All right. Glad to be here? Glory. I'm glad to be here. I like to worship God in English. It's a blessing. <laughs> Actually know what I'm saying. I can, I can, I can read it pretty well, but uh, don't always get it all. So you have a blessed worship team, huh? It's wonderful. Yes. Anointed. Yes. Praise God. It's good to have that, isn't it? Yes. Gets you ready to receive everything God has for you. Amen. Well, um, you know, as, as Pastor Mark said, uh, uh, we've been in Rome for 15 years. We're actually starting our 20th year on the mission field. And, um, and uh, I, I guess I didn't ever think that I'd be on the mission field that long when we started back in the early part of 1992 or so. But uh, um, we love what we do and we're thankful for churches like you and uh, that partner with us and enable us to do exactly uh, what we want to do and what's in our heart to do. And we're excited for this upcoming year. We just recently turned over um, uh, our second church to a national pastor. And uh, it, that's in, actually in the city of Pomezia. It's in the southern part of Rome. And uh, our other church is in the, the northwest part of Rome called Ladispoli. Everybody say Ladispoli. Pretty good. Most people look at it and they call it Ladispoli. So, uh, but it's Ladispoli. And uh, we've pastored that church for uh, about 13 years. And honestly, when we started it, I thought I would pastor it for maybe two, maybe three years. But uh, over the years, we've had people that we had our eye on to take it. And uh, for one reason or another, they, they uh, didn't qualify or disqualified themselves. And, and so we've been waiting and waiting, and we finally have the man. And uh, we're excited. We're going to begin to transition that church over to him over the next several months. And and uh, God's just really been talking to us about some change in our ministry. We're going to do a lot more traveling. Uh, we have uh, opportunities in Kenya. We've, um, we've been there now for five years. We have a Christian school there, uh, kindergarten through eighth grade, about 300, 250 to 300 students. Uh, I know several people from Life Church here. You, uh, you sponsor those kids, and, and uh, we, we thank you for doing that. The kids' lives are being changed and transformed. Uh, every day they're taught the Bible principles from the Word of God. We, we teach them what we call four anchors of truth. And we believe these are the anchors that hold every Christian to, uh, uh, onto a solid foundation. And the, those four anchors are Jesus is Lord, uh, the Bible is true, faith is the victory, and love never fails. Amen. And so we believe if you put those four principles and those four anchors down in your life, it'll keep your life from drifting uh, it'll keep you from crashing against the rocks and experiencing destruction in your life. And so we're, we believe that in Kenya, we're, we're uh, uh, not ch just changing those children, but we're changing the future of that nation because uh, uh, they're the future's doctors and lawyers and politicians and uh, uh, school board members and whatever else. So uh, we're believing to change that nation through the kids. And uh, we also are working together with a pastor. He's got uh, over 140 pastors uh, that he's leader over. And uh, he's recently contacted us. And we're going to begin to train those pastors and leaders. And uh, so we're looking at about 300 pastors and Christian leaders that we're going to be able to train and equip. Uh, you know, we just believe that if you want to change a nation, you're going to do it through the pastors and through the children. And uh, so not that everybody else in between isn't important, but... Uh, uh, that's kind of where our focus is. And uh, we've recently had some opportunities uh, in Brazil. We're going to do the same thing there. 
Uh, we're working together with a couple of pastors and leaders there. And I'll be taking my first trip in October. And uh, we're just believing God for some doors to open. Uh, we're looking at Argentina and Honduras. Uh, we'll be taking a trip to Greece this fall and uh, Ukraine. So God's doing some good things. Amen. And uh, we appreciate you hooking up with us. Uh, you, you do it as a church financially uh, and, uh, and through prayer. But you know, I, I believe it's important that it, when a church gets involved in the nations of the world. You know, one great man said, The light that shines the further shines the brightest at home. And because you've made that a priority in, in the vision of the church, I believe now that it's time for you to build something and do something eternally in this city, uh, it's going to be the easiest thing you've ever done. Thank you for your enthusiasm. It's going to be the easiest thing you've ever done. Amen. And so uh, I'm excited. I, Pastor Mark took me out there yesterday, and, and uh, man, my, my spirit was leaping, and I wanted to do one of those... Holy Ghost things. <laughs> you ever seen Pastor Mark do one of them? No, they haven't. You're keeping that top secret. <laughs> Just... No, are you excited? Yeah. Woo, glory to God. What an adventure. Yeah. Amen. It's going to be good. Increase. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Not only for you, but for the church. And yeah. you know, I, I, I just I feel led to, to tell the story in the first service. I'll go ahead and tell it again because I think it. It'll bless you, but uh, I went to a church a few years ago in, in uh, Milan, and um, the, the pastor is a good friend of mine, and you know, kind of the philosophy or the attitude of most uh, Italian churches is that they feel like it's their responsibility, their obligation to keep their pastors poor and humble. And so, you know, they don't want them to have nice things, and predominantly, I would say 95% of churches don't pay their pastors, most of them work secular jobs, and I was, I was preaching for this guy, and you know, I had, I had prepared, and I was excited about the message that, that felt like God had given me, and, and I was in his office, I had arrived before, before him, and, and in his office, the, the one wall, outside wall is, is glass, and so uh, the pastor pulled, pulled his car right up there, and, and I noticed that it was a Fiat, it was a Fiat Punto, which is probably the smallest car on the planet aside from a, a smart car. It's the largest four-seat four car that there is on the planet. The smallest four-seat, four four-seat, smallest. And so anyway, I look over and he's, he, he's got five kids. So uh, him and his wife are sitting in the front seat and somehow they cram these five kids in the back seat. And as I'm watching them pile out, I'm wondering when it's going to end and if they're actually going to survive getting out of that thing. I, uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me, I want you to tell the church they need to buy their pastor a new car. Well, I wasn't saying amen. I thought, no way. I'll, I'll never do that, Lord. That's, that's suicide. That's a suicide mission to stand in front of a church. I mean, he told me a new car, not a used one. And I'm thinking, I don't even think we could take up an offering that would get them another panda. I mean, a, you don't know, another fiat. And uh, so, you know, I argued with the Lord and we went back and forth while I was in the office. And then during praise and worship, I'm arguing some more, trying to, trying to convince him that this isn't a very good idea. And uh, so then I'm going to the stage and, and uh, I'm sweating and I'm wondering what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say. And, and so finally, I, I resigned to the fact that I may as well just obey God. And isn't that always the best? Because, you know, I, I'm not anointed without Him. I really don't have anything to say without Him. I've given speeches in college and high school and, 
And without the anointing, it's a disaster. So I figured if, if I want this service to be anointed, then I better just go ahead and obey. And if they choose to stone me, then God will have to protect me. And uh, so uh, we stood up and we presented this uh, uh, to the church, encouraged them to give. And uh, we were able to take up a, 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 an offering that we were able to pay cash for a brand new minivan. But as, as, I, was, as I was sitting there, the, the Lord said to me, He said, if, if the church will buy their pastor a new car, I'll get them new cars. And so I really didn't want to say that either. Because <laughs> if it didn't happen, you know, then next time you come back, the people are a little bit mad. Maybe they'd ask me to buy them the car for them. But anyway, so, you know, we, we, talked, we talked to them about that. And, and uh, it was amazing, a supernatural, miraculous offering. I mean... I don't know if they have that much money come into their church in, in five years, let alone one service. Uh, but when I went back the next year, almost every single person in that church, 200 people had a brand new car. Amen. I'm not trying to pull strings here. This, is, this really, truly happened. It's a, it's, it was amazing. But, you know, the, it says in Psalms that when they poured the oil on Aaron's head, what happened? <laughs> 